Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom. The podcast about anything and everything. Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Thursday morning. Hoping all's well with you out there today. I'm doing pretty well. Getting to sit outside this whole week, so this is great. Sorry if you hear a bit of wind uh, blowing by the mic. But it is too nice to be inside. So that might also be why you hear some roosters during this episode as well. Okay, so let's hop in. Today, I wanted to talk a bit about reds. Red varieties of kratom, which I use the least amount of all three of the, you know, major main ones, if you want to call them that. Red, green, white. Um, I use whites the most, I use greens the second most, reds the third most. So this is one of those interesting ones where I have limited experience with reds. I don't have much use for them, but the ones that I do enjoy, I really enjoy. Like, I'm loyal. When it comes to reds, I am loyal. I don't really hop around that much. Um, and, and I don't really find much utility in them for my own needs. I know that a lot of people do. Actually, no, it's kind of interesting actually talking about it out loud because um, given the fact that so many people use Kratom for... Uh, things that have to do with like pain um, or anxiety or things like that. And of course, you know, I'll mention right right away that it is not approved for any of those things. Kratom is not approved by the FDA for any of those things. So I'm not recommending anyone take it for those reasons. That being said, I think it's rightfully, you know, it, it's, it's the correct thing to do to recognize that that is what most people are using it for. They're using it for like opioid dependence and getting off of drugs that they don't want to be taking anymore. And, um, you know, or like they're using it in conjunction with pain medication, uh, which they're prescribed and they have legitimate use for, um, but they can't get their pain meds or they, you know, find that the pain meds just quite aren't enough or they don't like taking pain meds and they want to have some sort of alternative. Whatever it is, a lot of the use cases that I come across on the internet seem to point more towards like red varieties of Kratom being right up their alley. So it's kind of interesting to me to think that a lot of people probably are drawn to reds and that it's just not one that I have, like, any intense curiosity about. Um, however, there's one or two that I do really, really uh, like. So let's start with my favorite. My favorite one. If you listen to this show often enough, you probably already know what I'm about to say, because I say this all the time. If there's going to be a red for me, it's red tie. Red tie is the only type of kratom that consistently gives me euphoria this is not the reason why i take it but that's like the thing that sets it apart from all other types of kratom for me red tie gives me euphoria there are no other types of kratom that like you know when i think of the the type i'm like oh yeah this is going to make me feel just like wonderful and euphoric for like no reason whatsoever um like there's no other type of kratom that does that red tie consistently gives me like a slight like a small to medium amount of euphoria almost every time. Again, this is not why I take red tie and I don't really take reds hardly ever. So, I mean, <laughs> I guess you can take it or leave it or believe me or not, but that's that's the case. However, I also really think that red tie helps me in a few departments, which is why it's one of the only reds that I even, you know, ever bother with. Um, 
it helps me get to sleep if I'm having issues with that, which I don't have trouble with anymore now that I've had a child. <laughs> like I've never had trouble getting to sleep ever since my daughter was born a couple years ago. But um, before that I did, I, I just was like one of those people that just, I'd lay down and I knew that I was going to be there for a while. You know, like if you're one of those people, you just know. It's like, how do people lay down and go to sleep soon thereafter? Um, that was me. And until I had a child, <laughs> that was how it was going to be forever. So Red Tie could help me on the nights where it's like, I can't mess with this. I can't deal with this again. I have to be to work tomorrow morning earlier. I have to do something um, tomorrow morning. I need to go to sleep now. It could do that. It, usually I would take like two, two and a half grams and it would maybe three grams and it would just get me all set. Within 30 minutes, I would be like dozing. I'd be asleep. No, no question. Um, it wouldn't put me to sleep like against my will, but it would just put me in the place where I was like, okay, I could go to sleep now. So that was one of the best ways that um, Red Tie helped me. And it still could, but I don't need it anymore for that reason. Um, the other way would probably be if I am having really like a lot of difficulty with um, Tourette ticks. This is something I've talked about a few times now on this show. Uh, I have like very moderate uh, Tourette ticks, not vocal. So technically, I guess, or at least when I was a teenager, the doctor did not want to diagnose me with Tourette's because she said, at least at that time, she said, if you don't have vocal ticks, it's not Tourette's. Or if you don't have vocal ticks, we can't diagnose it as Tourette's. But, you know, wink, wink, nod, nod, you have physical ticks, you know, from Tourette's. So I was like in this weird limbo where I didn't have Tourette's, you know, on paper, but my doctor was like, you definitely do, <laughs> but we can't put that down technically. I don't know if that's the case now. I haven't bothered to look into it, um, but, but it's there, whatever it is, if it's not Tourette's, okay, fine. You know, I'm not like attached to the label, but it's more just like, I have movements of my body, my neck, sometimes my arms, my head, things that are just not controllable. Um, or at least like I can sometimes suppress them, but it's like really difficult, requires all my concentration. And when I finally let go, it's like worse than before because of that. It gets built up almost, but it's not like I can stop all ticks on my own. Um, they, they do happen. Uh, it's just, it's against my will. So it's something like Tourette's if it's not, but it's very moderate. And you know, my best friend back home had vocal and and physical ticks and a lot worse physical ones than me so i'm like i really have nothing to complain about it's more i'm just sharing it but i know that people got it a lot worse than that so that's why i say very moderate like low moderate physical ticks let's call it that so um red tie will just knock those out like it's it's not that i resort to it often but if I'm having a rough week, because sometimes I'll go through phases where things get really tough for a week and I'm like, I just cannot stop for the life of me. I don't get five seconds without that happening and my neck is hurting and it's like, this is so unnecessary and BS. <laughs> like, why, am, why is my body doing this? Is, how is it that our bodies can malfunction? <laughs> and anyway, not getting into a rabbit hole there, but, um, but you know, if, if I'm in a space like that, I will take three grams of red tie. So like maybe even more than when I like, want to get into the space where I'm ready to go to sleep um but I could take like two grams too but sometimes like when I'm in that moment I'm just so stressed out and I'm just like I'm just gonna you know go after this fly with a bazooka let's take three grams of red tie right now most people take higher amounts than that but for me that's a high amount 
So I take three grams of red tie and it's like 10 minutes later, I'm not ticking. And it's, it's the only thing that's, you know, the only thing I've found that, that is able to do that is red tie. Like really, really amazing that it can do that. So that's the other use. And that's, that's kind of the way that I really discovered it was for that reason. So um, I'm very grateful for red tie out there. Uh, but it's like, like, I don't really go after reds other than, other than that one. And then there's one other red that I enjoy. This one actually was a combination of two reds, which is interesting. And I think it was the first time I was trying both. Red Sumatra and Red Indo. Both of those, it was like one of the earlier episodes, I think it was in season three. I was talking about an experience I had with both of those blended together. And the interesting thing is, I've, I don't know if I've had either one of them separate from each other yet. So I really like this whole looking back at old episodes thing that I'm doing right now because I'm learning so much about how like certain things I haven't tried since I tried them once, other things I've tried a lot of times and my views have changed on it. Um, so many things that I'm learning. But anyway, um, all this in saying that um, Indo Red and Red Sumatra ended up being an amazing combination and I've done it a few times since that first time. It wasn't overpowering which I find a lot of reds are. And um, it just kind of like made me melt in my chair. I remember the first time I took it, uh, it was like one of those great types of kratom where I just want to sit in a chair and read a book and have tea next to a fire in the winter. That was this combination. It was so nice. And I guess that would be the third use for red varieties of kratom. would be more like entertainment, but not entertainment in terms of like, ooh, I'm going to take this thing and be entertained by the fact that I'm using a substance it's more of like just the activities that it helps me enjoy that one was a really really great one so um that combination red sumatra and red indo took me off guard it wasn't too overpowering since then i think i've taken it a few times and i haven't taken more than like a couple grams together of each one of them when they're blended so it's like uh um yeah i would say like three gram dose in total so maybe one and a half grams of each uh blended up in there um, I'm assuming it was one to one, but you know, actually I should double check that, <laughs> but, um, but that was a really nice combination. Um, I'd really like to take each one of those separately. I don't think I've taken them separately before, but I don't remember. There's just so much stuff out there. You guys, there's like, this has been like two, almost two years, one and a half years, one and three quarters years, something like that of doing this show. And I've learned so much from doing this, you guys. It's amazing. And also, I guess I've forgotten a lot too. <laughs> so I guess just that just means that we're just going to have to keep this going forever, right? <laughs> uh, hopefully you're okay with that because I sure am. All right, everyone. This was just a quick little snippet of, of reds. I know that I've had a lot of experiences with other reds. These are the two that stick out in memory. Red tie, definitely the one that I come back to most. Um, red Sumatra and Red Indo, a really interesting blend need to try them separately um the, i'll talk more about other reds maybe some other time soon uh, i know red borneos come up a lot red horn i got to try that since i started this show i'll talk about a few other ones but um that should do it for now all right everyone take it easy talk to you soon we'll be back tomorrow bye bye